Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Carol Dean is a producer and grantor, as well as the author of The Art of Film Funding, Second Edition and The Art of Manifesting, Creating Your Future. Her executive producer credits are BAM 6.6, Women Behind the Camera, Step Away from the Stone, American Chain Gang, and more on IMDb. Carol is an entrepreneur who created and ran a film business in Hollywood, New York City, and Chicago for 33 years and sold the business in 2001. She created the Roy Dean Film Grant in 1992 and has given over $2,500,000 in grants to independent filmmakers. Carol is currently the president of From the Heart Productions, a 501c3 nonprofit, where she manages the grant and fiscal sponsorships for the nonprofit. She also teaches film funding through her intentional filmmaker classes found on fromtheheartproductions.com. And of course, you can find her live podcast right here on Blog Talk Radio with over seven years of episodes that you can hear on demand anytime. Her latest PowerPoint and book, How to Fund Your Film, has just released. And Carol, I want to thank you for being here to share your film funding information with our audience. And I'd like to know what prompted you to write the new book, How to Fund Your Film, and create the online three-hour class. Oh, how sweet of you to ask, Claire. You know, I give a lot of consultations because I'm so lucky. I mean, I love what I do. I have the greatest job in the whole world. It's not a job. It's a pleasure. I get to talk to filmmakers who want advice on film funding or any of the merit things that filmmakers are needed to do. And I find myself, one day I, I hung up the phone. The woman was very pleased with what we created together. It's always a two-way street. It's bouncing ideas and my sharing the knowledge I know, and they're coming back with ideas for their own film. And and I'm so happy often that people are moved that they have ideas and they can go forward with them. And and I begin to realize um, that I have a lot of information. You know, sometimes you get used to it. And I thought, I, I really have got to get all this down because the last time uh, that I wrote for the art of film funding was several years back and things have changed so much in the film industry. And, and I have so many uh, stories to tell about people who were successful by doing unique and unusual things. So I decided to start taking all of the notes that I give to filmmakers and putting them together so I could create a new book that's 
in the moment, and it's a how-to for today's world. And that is uh, really started out to help save me time. Maybe I could just throw an email together and send them something. But then I realized that this there's a lot that I and I ended up Claire with a three hour class almost three hours so it's a lot but uh, it's the best thing that I knew how to do because it's everything you need to know and I find now that what people do is they will they'll take 20 or 30 minutes and then they'll come back and do another 20 or 30 and uh, until I get through it because I've got it in sections to let them uh, do it, do whatever it is they are working on at that time. But it's all mm-hmm. created for filmmakers with current filmmaker success stories. Okay, really great. And I know that the success stories that you share are going to be really good ones that people really want to hear. So now you... <laughs> For this online class, you have 14 sections of the class. Let's start with how important filmmakers' time is and how they need to decide where to put their time. Well, yes, that's what I realized. You know, in Alice in Wonderland, where Johnny Depp said, where where do we begin? And they said, oh, you start at the very beginning and you go until the very end. So, the very beginning of it is you say, oh, listen, I want to make a film. And so, well done, good, that's a great thought. Um, So where are you going to get the time? That's what I want you to ask yourself first. Are you willing to put in 15 to 20 hours a week? Because most filmmakers have a job, uh, usually a full-time or two half-time jobs, and then they have their family, they have to, their health, they have to take care of their health by eating right, that takes time, and exercising, meditating. And you have uh, your film now. You want to get the film into that world. So you have to make some major decisions on where am I going to find the time. So I go over that in the very beginning. How to schedule, how to find it what to give up, and how to schedule your time. I give you suggestions, but you make the decisions. But that's your first commitment. You really have to make a commitment to making a film. And uh, the sad news is, like Amari Warshawski told us in an interview one day, it's an average six years for someone to make a documentary, plus two for marketing and distribution. So if you knew going into a film as a documentarian that it was going to take you eight years, you might think twice. And I think my job is to help you make it, do that a lot faster because you need to know where the pitfalls are. And exact, there's so many things in the industry that need a lot of focus and details matter. And that's what I put in this book. So the idea would be that you get finished faster than that. Features, well, we've all heard of features that took five years, ten years. And, of course, that's all about finding the money. So I've spent a lot of time on that in the book for for feature uh, makers as well as uh, for documentaries or shorts or webisodes. It's all the same thing. It's raising money for your art. Okay. 
Well, also, you have uh, part three dedicated to just writing and rewriting. Tell us about that. (laughs) I think we should be called rewriters because um, that's the most important thing about writing. Uh, My friend, Jeff, uh, who runs the Writer's Boot Camp, says when you finish with your script, well, congratulations, but you are only 7% finished because now you have the rewrites. And uh, and that's what it takes. Uh, I helped one man with a mystery, a thriller film, and I read 52, or most of the 52 uh, revisions of his script. However, he raised the money himself. He made his film. It's an award-winning film. And so it takes a total amount of focus. You have no idea how many times you're going to have to rewrite your script. That's for a feature. And for a doc, that's such an organic piece that you're always rewriting it because as soon as you turn on your camera, (laughs) the film takes off and it goes in a new direction. Somebody says something, oh, my goodness, that's a whole new thread for the film, and you have to go back and rewrite your proposal. So you re- we really are rewriting a lot in uh, today's world in making films. It's all about writing and about sales. You have to be a salesperson, too. I, I advise my filmmakers, uh, particularly when they're coming down the end of the road and getting ready to start marketing and distributing their film, to get some sales books. Get the two top uh, published, highly reviewed Uh, books on sales because this is what you have to do a lot in the film industry. You have to sell yourself and you have to sell the film. And rewriting Mm -hmm. and writing are the key to to your success. You have to be ready to put a lot of passion in your proposal. That's what I want to see. And I want to see a script that uh, is a dynamite script because a good script will not carry to the screen like you would like or like you think it will. It just won't. It has to be a dynamite mm-hmm. script. So you really uh, need to, when you finish that script, get some coverage. Get people, not your friends or family. Don't don't send it to anyone you know. Send it to someone you get off Craigslist or you find a good script reader. And you get some honest feedback. And you have to continue to do that until you really have a strong, incredibly good script because your whole future depends on the power of that script. And the same with the documentary. You, I say get some passion in your proposal um, because we're sitting here, we read one proposal after another for the grant, and and it's those people who have such passion that it jumps off the page, Claire. That's when you know, whoa, this, this person can take their uh, can make it through the six years. They'll do it because they're not going to stop until this film is finished. That's really what I see so often is the passion jumps off the page, and that's what it really has to be because there are a lot of people applying for grants and. And there, um, there are a lot of good grants out there, too. I highly recommend that uh, filmmakers go after grants. And I've given a lot of instructions and information on 
where to find them, how to review them, how to make decisions, and choosing them. But um, as a writer, I will say that you need to always be improving your work and getting it to the highest level possible. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I also want to mention that you have quite a few on-demand podcasts available that go into detail in some of those areas that you just talked about, writing a script, etc. So um, it's, it's good for people to look through the list of the archives, the on-demand podcasts that you have, so that you can gain a lot of wisdom there as well. It's very, thank you for bringing that up. We do. We've really interviewed uh, a lot of wonderful people that uh, write, who've written books on uh, script writing and so forth. And, but I'll tell you, uh, documentary film funding really starts with a well-written, organized proposal. And uh, this proposal has to outline your film's story, the background, the need, the approach, the structure, the style, all of that you have to get in up to six to eight pages. And it has to be full of passion. I still have online Chapter 3 to the Art of Film Funding, which is how to write a documentary film proposal. And that's available for everyone. I highly recommend it because it's used by a lot of, of people who submit to my grant. So that's at fromtheheartproductions.com where they can find that? Yes, under resources. We have a wonderful tab under resources. You can learn how to crowdfund. Uh, I mean, an immense amount of uh, videos, information, ideas, success stories. And then we have uh, the next down would be about... Uh, creating your future, how you want to set goals, envision them and, and achieve them, uh, goal setting, uh, what is your mission as a filmmaker, I have that on there, how to decide that and how to incorporate that into your pitch, because that's really a way to close people. And um, there's uh, an immense amount of information that's free and available under resources uh, and then you just keep going down through the menu. Film funding information is on there. And there's a list of maybe over 100 granting places that you can review. Then uh, we keep that updated. We're always adding new grants to that list. It's pretty comprehensive. Okay, great. Now, um, in the sections of the class, you also cover budgets. And this is a very important aspect, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's when everybody freaks out when you start home. But the whole <laughs> secret is that it has to be believable. You have to have a believable budget. And um, I get a lot of budgets that are even numbers, and I know they're guesstimates. And I, can, I will accept them, but I don't know about other grantors. And I think that for your own self-being and the peace of mind, you really need to know what your budget is. So I have put in, in the class people to call, uh, people that give us 
uh, awards for our grant. I've recommended David Raiklin for music and Sam DeLugage for color and uh, Jerry Deaton for sound. And, and it goes on because these people are exceptionally talented and their prices are reasonable and they love documentary filmmakers and independent filmmakers. Uh, they have always loved the films that come through from the heart. And that's what you want in in this world, is you want someone who will love the film that you're doing and take on the same passion you have for it. And I've seen that happen with all three of these people, with sound, color, and music, and more. Uh, and so it's putting a really good team together, and and I've explained how you'd want to do that. But to get a believable budget, you really need to call people and say, mm-hmm. here's what I'm doing, and what do you think this will cost? Give me an estimate. And I know that when as I get closer, I can get to the penny, but uh, are we in the range, or what do you think? And uh, get a believable number, because you never know when you're going to get in an office or at a luncheon with some person who says, well, really, how much do you need? And you can say $56,000 is what I need on my budget and bring up the budget on your phone and say, here it is, and you can defend every line. You do not want to start out with, well, you know, I'd like to get 600000 I could make it for four, but 600 would make a better film because you're talking to entrepreneurs most of the time, people uh, are, who are professionals and have made money, a lot of money in their life, that's why they're able to fund you. And they don't understand that. Uh, They know what they're going to pay for a product and what they're going to sell it for. And they expect you to have those numbers down pat. So I, I am big on one budget, believable and defendable. And that's, and I've gone over exactly how to do that and how um, you can really, if you get a good line producer They'll pay for the, their fee by finding you the right people at the right prices. So I think budgets are a key. I think that that's mm-hmm. a problem with sometimes with filmmakers who do not want to go to the left brain and fiddle with the budget. But the most important thing, because you're looking for money and you will eventually have to talk to the money makers, the they know people, the guys who are the or gals who are the accountants for the people that have the money and they are the tough ones. They wanna know and that you know exactly what is in the budget and why it's there and that you can't live without it. So I'm very big on that. Okay. Well, it looks like you also spend a lot of time on the pitch. Why is that? (laughs) Because the pitch has to be part of your DNA, Claire. You just have (laughs) to be able to pitch the person sitting next to you or six feet away from you at the park, or you have to be able to um, walk in an office, meet someone who's a multimillionaire, feel comfortable, sit down and talk to them about funding your film. So the pitch has to be embedded in your DNA. And uh, so, one, it's finding the pitch, taking 
all the hours and years that you put into this subject matter in your film and finding the extraordinary parts of that. I call it a sticky story. Finding the information that people can remember. And this is another thing I have on the website under resources. You go to um, film funding, and under film funding you find a sticky story because there are five elements to this sticky story. And the idea behind it is when, let's say, that I pitched you, Claire, and you loved the idea for the film, and you wanted to to make a donation, but you have your husband, so you need to go talk to Robert. And so you would say, oh, that sounds fantastic, so let me talk to my husband, I'll get back to you. Well, that means you have to go pitch Robert, and I've been talking to you for 20 minutes, and how are you going to remember all of it, right? It's not easy. Mm, I, right. So the yeah. idea you, yeah. is to break it down with certain things that are important to the pitch, certain elements, so that you won't forget it. Or there's five elements. If you even remember three of the five, terrific, I'm happy because that'll be a decent pitch. But this is where filmmakers are half the time that they they pitch someone who has to pitch someone. So, yes, you have all your paperwork and your proposal and your outline and your deck and all these other things to support you, but there's never anything like uh, a one-on-one relationship where they can see your eye contact, hear the passion in your voice, see how you how you're posture is everything about you is part of the film because they are not giving the money to the film they're giving the money to you as a person they trust and like you so getting that trust and that likability is the number one issue and i've gone into how you want to create that and develop that relationship in the classes but knowing your pitch so that you can pitch anybody, anytime, is a key to funding your film. All right. Well, under the section, show me the money, speaking of, (laughs) you also mention networking for HNIs, high net worth individuals. Tell us about that. Well, uh, this is the next phase. You get your believable budget, your incredible script, your killer script, or your uh, brilliant outline impeccably done for your documentary or short or webisode. And you have the pitch, the proposal, the paperwork. Now, what are you going to do? Well, you've got to get out on the street and meet some wealthy people. And so how do you do that? Well, you've got to become part of their world. So You want to identify community organizations where wealthy people could belong. And uh, many of these organizations offer you you, uh, a low-priced membership that you could afford. And, yes, they have some gala events, but that may be worth it at the end of the year. But the main thing is that if you join and you really put in some time 
and give of yourself to that organization. Uh, let's say that it was uh, for the Humane Society, that something that simple. You might be walking dogs right alongside of someone who's worth a couple of a billion dollars. You never know because these people who have great wealth love to give money to certain organizations, and that's what you may have to do is find an organization that fits you, that you love, or is it works with your film and get to meet some people there or there are other ways that I'm bringing up but you've got to really find wealthy people and get to know them and um that's what it takes and it takes time to get to know them and to work with them and for them to trust you to help you make your film so it all goes together you know there's this whole uh, list of things that you can do to raise money for your film. And I, I go over that very clearly. Here are your options. And the thing you have to do uh, is make like a little pie chart that you normally, you do that for your budget sometimes to put on your fundraising page. Well, you may have to do a pie chart for the time that you're putting in and decide which areas uh, film funding are the best for you, and how much time do you want to put into them, and uh, so that you don't waste your time. Because you, if you go back to the 15 hours a week that that you've decided you're going to put into the film, that is very valuable. So going after funding becomes the priority is which of these various ways of funding will work best for you. And that is your personal decision based on the film uh, as a, the product and your personal uh, characteristics, how you feel about pitching. Maybe you're better at writing and you should go more after grants than going after one-on-ones. And you may want to make that your first thing that you do when you bring people onto your film is that you find someone who loves to sell and loves the idea of the film and they become the spokesperson and they do the pitching and you do the writing. There's a lot of ways to make this work and I've tried to cover as many as possible. So I see you've also added the information on the new tax law. Oh, yes, because it's very important. It's a great tax law that we have now, and most people are not even aware of it. Uh, but it is, it's wonderful, and it's only about two years old now. So, um, and you really need to take advantage of it because they haven't put a lot of limits on this new law yet. And we learned before, back in 2004, where we had the first 181, uh, it was wide open in the beginning, and then they began to put limits, and uh, and it and it cut down a lot of the benefits. But right now, there's no definition in here of what a release means. So, in other words, there are no rules and regulations for this new law. So the field of how to interpret things is wide open, and this is really good for filmmakers. In other words, they say that the investor can take a loss of 100% for the amount invested. For example, your donor invests in 2017 and 2018, and then you have your first screening in 2018, 
Well, at the end of 2018, your investor can get 100% depreciation for the total amount of his investment. And all it says at the moment is that the film is put in service, quote, put in service, unquote. So what does that mean? (laughs) You know, they haven't said it could be that it has to be in theaters or it, they could say, no, it has to be in a certain number of theaters. They could stipulate a strict form of release, but right now there's no definition on what re- that release means. So we have to be really fast to get it this going. I don't think a festival would qualify, but uh, it could be that you could rent a theater, you could show the film in a theater, charge people a dollar, and the film is in service. So, in other words, you could do that for your investors to get that 100% write-off if you needed it. Uh, there's, it's a good law, so I want people to know that it exists and see how they can use it. Because um, this, the old law said you could expense up to 15 to $20 million, but this new law has no limit. could be a $100 million film. So it's incredible what we have available to us. Well, here's a part that sounds like it would be a lot of fun, and it's the Zoom house funding parties. (laughs) Yes. Doesn't that sound fun? Well, the the thing is that I've outlined house parties thoroughly. Then thanks to Maury Warshawski and all the information he gave us uh, on one of our blog talk shows as well as his, his book, which I highly recommend, his house funding party book. So it's the idea now with the new world that we uh, use Zoom and have a party because a lot of times people go to a house party to see the inside of that person's house. They want to see what it looks like, what a furniture looks like, and and the dishes or the drapes or whatever. And uh, that could easily be done if the host of your party, uh, either she or someone in her family, could take you on a tour of a few rooms with their cell phone. We'd love that. Uh, it's getting up close and personal was what you had in a house party, and that can be done on a Zoom party with planning. So the idea is taking everything that we had as far as details for how to make money in a house party and putting those over into a Zoom party. And the whole idea is to get someone who really loves you and your film to open their database. It's not only their house, but their database. Uh, And that is what's so important these days is that you need to expand your number of of people on your list. So if you go to one donor who loves you very much and loves your film, and they open their database of 30, 40 people, and they bring those names or at least invite those people to the party, that is expansion for you. And now you have new people to work with to raise money from for your film. That's the best part of it. And um, so... Uh, details are important. Um, yeah, you know the first thing you need is a host that is that loves you and cares for you, and that's the number one thing. And most uh, uh, filmmakers do have a lot of people that love them and care for them. So, and they have to um, 
have volunteers that will help the host too. And those volunteers would be on the Zoom meeting uh, because they too would have to open their databases and invite people. All right. Well, you know, a lot of people know what Zoom is, but for those who don't know, just briefly uh, share a little about that, please. Oh, well, everybody is living on Zoom these days, Claire, because it's a very uh, simple, easy-to-use platform where you can see each other and uh, and you can talk and enjoy each other and you can be all over the world. Uh, I was on one yesterday with half of the people were in England. And and, the sound is excellent and the color pictures are beautiful, so it's a fabulous way to communicate without leaving your house. So where can our audience go to see the entire list of content of this? Uh, Well, we put a tab on From the Heart Productions. We added one that says how to fund your film. And uh, all of the 14 sections are listed there. And uh, it gives you a bit of information about each one so that you you can see the majority of, <laughs> of things that you can do to raise money are covered. So uh, so the, the tab on the front page called How to Fund Your Film, that's, that's where they start. Is that where you would say they would start? Yes, and uh, it is a drop-down bar, and the drop-down bar has uh, the full outline of the class and uh, goes through uh, every one of the 14 parts. It's got crowdfunding. There's a lot of attention given to crowdfunding because that's really a different animal. And there's a lot you need to know about doing that. And it's so important that you do make, that you do reach your goal, that you are successful because you are judged by that for years to come. And you don't want that. You want to make sure that you set a goal and you achieve that. So knowledge is the key in crowdfunding really understanding it. And, okay. um, and then, if, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just that I think that I covered <laughs> I covered as much as I could. Mm-hmm. What I didn't get into is my favorite part of film funding, and that is the power of your mind. And I, but I have done so many great uh, um videos on that that people can use and I've written dozens of blogs about the power of your mind and now we have uh, 23 blogs to enlightenment and that's all about using the power of your mind so when you join from the heart productions as fiscal sponsor you get that free and uh, the most important thing is to recognize that your mind is the greatest asset you have because it's up to you to believe that you can do it. When you believe you can do it, there's no doubt that you can. <clears throat> and you have to hit that inner knowing that, yes, this is my film. I'm taking this on. I am the one that has to make this film, and I'm going to enjoy it and make it, and it will, and it will serve the needs of many people. Um, right. But it starts in your mind, and the more you meditate 
and stay focused and clear on your goals, the more successful you are and the quicker you get your film finished. Yes, and you, like you said, you do have some videos on this as well. Where can people find the videos and your blogs? Well, the blogs are on the website, and I don't from know where. Yeah, from the Heart Productions. Okay. I don't know where the videos okay. are. They've got to be on there somewhere. Um, your videos are also on your YouTube channel as well. Yes, yes, the From the Heart YouTube channel. Yes. Okay, great. And then one more thing, too, about, um, about this. When, when people, you, you, you currently have a special right now where you can get the ebook of how to fund your film free with the purchase of the three-hour class. Is that right? Yes, yes, because that, you might need the book for, for research later. <clears throat> the class is a PowerPoint. And um, I just felt that the book would be handy. Yeah, you, you I know, think it will this be is too. a lot to learn, Claire. So it's best sometimes that you, let's say you just you want to um, apply for grants, <clears throat> but you may in the future do crowdfunding. So you have to have all that information ready. You can't remember it all. It's too much. Right, exactly. Now, another thing that's very interesting here is that you have a 60-day offer to refund the money if if no one fully satisfied. If, if there's a person who is not satisfied, you will refund the money. Absolutely, absolutely. This is this is to empower you to help you fund your film. And if that doesn't work for you for whatever reason, then you shouldn't have to pay for it. Okay. Well, also you have some tips on writing grants. Oh, my gosh, that's so important. Yes, I do. Uh, I've put together some of my bones of contention about um, things that you really need to be aware of when you apply for grants because I see that when I read, and I read uh, thousands of, of uh, proposals and watch the trailers over, you know, the period of a couple of years. So I know what filmmakers really need to have in their proposals. And if, it's not only for me, it be for the other grantors too. So I've tried to give filmmakers a very clear understanding of what we need and why we need it. Uh, because winning grants is is so rewarding to filmmakers. They need it's like a pat mm-hmm. on the back, Claire. Someone comes along and says, yeah. "Yes." You know, it's some even if it's just $5,000 or $10,000, it's like, "Yes, this is a great film. Here's some money. Keep going." They need that win, you know, mm-hmm. to keep them uh emotionally keep them and going. happy. Right? Yes. Because there's so much work that goes into this, and it and it just it it takes up so much of your life when you're working on these films, that to have that um, boost that comes along with a grant or someone sponsoring you in some form or fashion or crowdfunding uh, income coming in to support the film, all of those things is another reassurance. We believe in you. We believe in your film. 
keep going. Yes. And the filmmakers really need to hear that. So um, I've uh, explained a lot of, uh, I even went over film funding parties that I'd been to and what was successful and what wasn't and how how we did it when it was successful and what you shouldn't do. Uh, Because I love funding parties and I think the Zoom funding parties will be fine. And then we'll get back to funding parties again in the future. But uh, it's people who are going to fund your film, and uh, and it's finding these people. That's what you want to do, and right. finding your audience. That's one of the key things that's in there, and that is so important to most people, how to find your audience and attach them and maintain them uh, so they will donate to your film and then buy the download. What about a trailer for a feature? You talk about that as well. Yes, I I don't recommend that. I find that uh, I might prefer to see a part of a prior work that you've done, because I I know that when you go to do a trailer, you're not going to have the full crew probably that you would have on the feature you're going to have to pare it down because you can't afford that. Uh, And you shouldn't spend that much money. You should put all the money in the feature, in my opinion. But if you decided to make a trailer, the quality could be lower than the quality that you would have in the film because you would not have all the support services you need. And I don't think that's a good idea to visually share something and have to be explaining, well, you see, I didn't have this or that, but this is to give you an idea of what we could do. Um, I don't know. I think it's better to sell the film on on the merit of the producer, his his history, the uh, director, uh, the, the, the people you have attached, and uh, the essence of the film. I think that is a stronger way to go and put all your money into your film. But uh, the people, there's people who believe differently, but that's my belief. And I know that you've already covered information on crowdfunding a few moments ago. Was there anything more you wanted to add to that? No, I just think that filmmakers are extraordinary beings, that they are, there are last vegetables, vestige of the reporters. They are out there finding information, uncovering hidden information, and bringing issues to light. They are documenting some lives of special people that we should know about. They're doing an incredible job of bringing us a great amount of entertainment in features and and in the webisodes and shorts. They're the very special people. They're very dedicated, highly talented, and I hope this information will uh, enable them to move their films forward faster. That's what it's all about. Carol, you offer so much, uh, a wealth of information that people can use for helping them with their films. And I know that a lot of the... um, offerings that you have. You have so many. You have this podcast. You have the videos on your YouTube channel. You have your blogs, etc. 
and it just seems like you never sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you are just like the filmmakers that you talk about, Carol. You are what sure. you are our last vestige as well for for the films that are out there too. Because with people like you who help filmmakers get their films made, this is what this is this is what makes it flow. This is what makes it happen. So I wanna thank you, Carol, for all that you do with your with the grant. And I know you pour your heart into this. Um so thank you very much for sharing this information. And, and if people have questions about the class or they want to reach you, uh, I'm going to give your email address. Is that one of the ways that you would like them to reach out to you? Sure. Yes, it'd be lovely, Claire. Okay. okay. So your email address is Carol, and that's spelled C-A-R-O-L-E. Middle name, your middle name is Lee, which is L E. E, last name, of course, is Dean, D-E-A-N. So that's Dean at gmail.com. Or they can also call your number, right? I have that number right here. It's 805-984-0098. And again, the website is fromtheheartproductions.com. And is there anything else you would like to add before we uh, say goodbye? Well, thank you, Claire, for the kind words. How, how sweet of you. I really appreciate that. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> no, I just say onward and upward to the filmmakers. Keep going. Move that film forward every day. Okay. Now, um, one more time. The website is fromtheheartproductions.com. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Art of Film Funding podcast and stay tuned for more great episodes in the future. Carol, I know you've got some really good ones coming up and uh, we will always keep you informed on that as well. Be well, everyone, and thanks again, Carol. Thank you, Claire. Bye. Bye. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.